0: Good morning and welcome to Saturday. I'm Peter Lewis and this is Money Talk Extra on Radio 3. On today's programme, we'll look at the impact of the raising of the age eligibility requirements for elderly welfare subsidies. Jimmy Lam will speak to a married listener to hear about her financial challenges. And we also have yet another warning about investment scams following the recent London gold fraud, which cheated victims out of large sums of money. As always, all the usual communication channels are open. You can reach us by email, moneytalk at rthk.hk, or go to our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. From February 1st, the government raised the age eligibility for elderly welfare subsidies from 60 to 65. Following an outcry over the change, the government made a concession and announced it will suspend a $200 penalty imposed upon welfare recipients aged between 60 and 64 if they fail to seek employment. To tell us how it impacts the elderly and their families, I'm now joined by Anthony Wong, Business Director of the Hong Kong Council of Social Service. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning. First of all, what is the elderly welfare subsidy?
1: Well, I think uh, in Hong Kong, if you are the elderly age above 60, uh, then you will be entitled to have a standard rate of CSSA, what we call the Comprehensive Social Security Assistance. If you are an an able-bodied adult, you'll be getting like 2,500 Hong Kong dollars, about that rate. But if you are elderly, then you will be able to get 1,000 more. So uh, the latest government proposal is trying to, you know, uh, uh, rise the eligibility age of that old age CSSA to 65. That is to say, if you are falling within 60 to 65, you will be considered as an able... Adult, not as an elderly. That means eventually you'll be getting uh, uh, one thousand less. C S S A. And how many people roughly will that impact in Hong Kong? Now, uh, according to the statistics we have, uh, people who are applying for C S S A uh, during that age uh, is about twenty-five thousand people. So that's a lot of people who are a lot of people who, affected. Are, who are now who are now receiving CSSA, but the government is saying that uh, these people will not be affected because the new policy will not be applied to them. So the newcomer who is about to age 60 will not be able to get this rate until they are 65, okay? So everybody coming, the new elderly, uh, let me, so to speak, uh, is not going to receive that uh, extra uh, $1,000 until they are 65.
0: So if you are coming up to what previously would have been the retirement age of 60, Mm -hmm. um, this will have an impact on you. What what should you do? Does this mean
1: that a lot of people are going to have to consider working longer? They have to uh, go to work because, you know, a lot of uh, elderly people, in fact, uh, if you are aged about 55, it will be very difficult for you to find a job then if you are not able to get this uh, 1,000 more standard rate uh, CSSA, then you have to look for other sources of income, including jobs. But according to statistics, people who are aged about 60 will be very difficult to find a job in the labour market because a lot of employers, obviously, they would like to employ somebody younger, right? And, I, and, and in fact, uh, in considering the welfare money in addition to the uh, standard rate, there are a whole package of special allowance and also um, uh, supplements, which adding up together will be a lot of money. Uh, uh, let me give you an example. For example, if you are receiving CFSA for one year or more, then you'll be entitled for a long-term supplement, which is about 2000 a year. And you'll be able to get a monthly like community living subsidy which is about $340. Uh, and you can, uh, on a need basis, you can also be entitled to get uh, uh, dental service fee uh, reimbursement and also glasses, telephone, all that kind of subsidies will be available for elderly applicants. But if you are not being considered as elderly applicants, these subsidies and uh, supplements will not be given to you until you are age 65.
0: So these are quite substantial amounts of money very substantial, for many in fact. people.
1: Very substantial.
0: And I presume that if you're an elderly unskilled worker it's going to be even harder for you to, to find a job.
1: Yeah, because uh, in that case you probably you have already been working for more than 40 years and your body condition will not be very good, right? But so uh, as an employer you won't be able you you will not you simply will not employ somebody like that, right? Now there has been an outcry
0: over this, from law from lawmakers, from the public, and the government announced a concessionary measure, I believe, didn't they, right. where they will extend financial support to able-bodied adults aged sixty to sixty-four right. receiving CSA. Um, yeah. Could you explain how that works?
1: Now, they uh, they have uh, you know uh, created another new program called uh, Employment Subsidy uh, Employment Subsidy Program, something like this. It will actually top up. The thousand and sixty Hong Kong dollars. That is to make up the uh, the the uh, reduced amount to the normal elderly rate. But still, they will be considered as an able body adult. They will no longer be considered as elderly until they're sixty-five. That is to say, because of the change of the policy, this group of people will be redefined as an able body, not as an elderly. So, so and and all the subsi- uh, allowances and supplements and you know subsidies will not be uh, given to them uh,
0: And in order to get that uh, subsidy, that concessionary measure, they have to join the support for self-reliance scheme. Right, which In right. other words, means they have to register, in effect, as being able to work and looking for work. Is that yes, correct? Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, if you are able-bodied, currently uh, you have to demonstrate that. You are looking for jobs. And by that, we mean uh, they have to visit, uh, talk with the social worker every two weeks and to demonstrate that they have looked for jobs twice, okay? But now the government is saying that oh, if you are uh, this group of uh, people, age 60 to 65, you will not be required to do as frequent as that. You can, you can demonstrate that you are looking for jobs and you have... You need just need to talk with the social worker uh, within two months, once every two months, and if you are not uh, cannot demonstrate that you are looking for jobs, then you have to be uh, your, your your standard rate will be deducted. By $200. So
0: that's like a penalty almost yes. for, um, yes. for, for not looking for work. Yeah. Now, some people would say well, it would be better to do it the other way round to actually give a bonus, if you like, if you were on the scheme right. as opposed to this penalizing is, you for not being on it.
1: Yes, this is what we're suggesting. But uh, the government is saying that this is some uh, kind of a normative uh, amount that is required for the policy to be implemented. But we will consider that this is, it looks very much like a punishment to the elderly people who are supposed to be elderly, but, you know, just all of a sudden, overnight, they are uh, being defined as age, uh, as able-bodied adults, and then uh, it will result uh, in, you know, a reduction of an, a very substantial amount. You, you, you should also consider that these people are actually those people who are really at the very bottom of the society. And if they are being deducted for even a very small amount, it would it really mean something for them. They could, you know, end up reduced one meals per day.
0: Anthony, thank you very much indeed for explaining that and how that scheme works. Thank you. That was Anthony Wong, who is the business director of the Hong Kong Council of Social Service.